Y'all know what time it is, man. Yo, it, it has been a crazy fucking week in entertainment. Like, I plan to have a relationship episode this episode, but with so much that has transpired over the past week, I don't think I can, man. I mean, from Meg the Stallion getting shot twice in the foot, allegedly by Tory Lanez, that shit is fucking insane. We got the comments by Nick Cannon. And look, I'm not even going to try to act as if I am fully well-versed or educated on what Nick Cannon said. I don't. I'm not. But Nick Cannon, what he said, like after listening to his comments in full, were they offensive if I was a Jewish person? Yes. So I'm not going to come in here and, um, and act as if, you know, I'm defending Nick Cannon to a fault. Now, what I do take offense with is the fact that CBS Viacom fired him so fucking quick within a day. Within one day of those comments going viral, he was fired. They said Nick Cannon has been with that company, even going back to his days working for Nickelodeon, which was, I believe he was on All That. He was on so much shit back in the day, man. And the fact that he was fired within one fucking day, to me, that's insane. And that is what I take offense with because what he said, was it offensive? Yes. Because me being a black person, we can't tell someone of another race what to be offended by because we know like when black people, I'm black. So like when I'm offended, I'm offended. So if, if so many Jewish people are coming out and saying what he said was wrong, I'm offended what you're like what you are doing is perpetuating a negative stereotype that is dangerous and they were offended so based off that alone i believe what he said was wrong but the fact that as a black man you can't make a mistake and you can't be able to right your wrongs without being fired like nick cannon is the creator of wilding out like, we all know Wildin' Out. It has been around for a long fucking time. Back when, shit, probably when I was finish, like when I was finishing up high school. That is how long Wildin' Out has been around. And the fact that he was fired so quick lets me know how short of a leash black people have in regards to making negative comments. Because we have cops out here right now. Like, there are cops on the workforce right now. There are news reporters working right now who have said offensive statements, negative things. There are cops right now who have been in the news for shooting multiple black people dead, and they still have a job. So, yes, what Nick Cannon said may have been offensive, but to fight a man within one day? That's fucking insane, man. That shit makes no fucking sense to me. Also, Walmart is requiring all customers to wear masks. To me, that is a recipe for failure. Like, they are going to put those employees in so many bad situations because we're going to have all the Trump supporters or the Trumpies or the fucking Republicans act as if, I'm. you know what, I don't got to wear a mask. I'm not going to have the government tell me what to do because the mask has now become a political statement. Like, why is wearing a mask a political statement? That's why Donald Trump is so fucking dangerous, man. Like, to have the, the leader of the free world, quote-unquote, the president of the United States, come out repeatedly and say, oh, you don't have to wear the mask. Coronavirus is a hoax. Like, 
Donald Trump, like I said before, he does not have, like, he has fans. He don't have followers. He don't have, you know, people that actually believe in him. He has fans. Like, I believe that Donald Trump could fuck his supporters' mom on camera, and they would probably clap and support him because, like, that is how crazy they are. The fact that the mask has now become a political statement. Like, we are going to see Walmart employees, Target employees get get assaulted physically, mentally, get cursed out every fucking day because these people do not want to wear a mask. And also, we have a crazy story coming out of Florida. There was a couple having an argument, and a man got his balls, well, the skin on his balls yanked off. That shit is fucking crazy, man. And it's a crazier story out of New York City. A tech entrepreneur by the name of Fahim Salah, his body was cut up in pieces. Now, they have arrested the 21-year-old assistant. He is a black guy. But this story is fucking insane. So we're going to get to that. And also, ladies, um, I might call up a woman because I want, I want a woman's opinion on this. Now, Lil Baby, he is a rapper. His girl, Jada, defended him for trying to cheat. So my question to a woman is, is she right? Or does she just look plain fucking stupid? And as always, you guys can follow me on Instagram at Lunchroom Chatterpod and send your opinions, send your thoughts. But sit back, get comfortable, man. We got a nice long show today, man. John A. Schultz, episode 38, baby. They can they, they have to rob, steal, rape, kill, and fight or flight okay. in, or, in order to survive. Exactly. So then these people who didn't have what we had, and when I say we, I speak of the mm-hmm. melanated people. Right. They had to be savages. They had to be barbaric. They had because they're in these Nordic mountains. They're in these rough uh torrential environments mm. so they they're acting as animals right so they're the ones that are actually closer to animals they're the ones that are actually the true savages and then they built up such this this i don't want to say warrior but they built up such this 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 that is nick cannon making comments about white people now that right there is like that doesn't offend me he was making comments about white people being closer to the animals and the savages that they call us. But that is not what got people mad. What got people offended was his comments about Jews. And again, like I said, we can't tell certain groups of people how to feel. Because I'm not well, I'm not as well versed on this topic as I would like to be. So I'm not going to come on here and pretend as if I know. But people took offense to his anti anti-Semitic statements, which is, you know, hatred or hostile against Jews showing kind of hostility. And like, I can't tell Jews to not be mad over what he said. And let me try to find what he said. But like I said, like when, again, I'm black. So when blacks are offended, we are offended. And when people tell us, oh, you can't be offended because of, it's like, People don't like to be told, like, when or when not to be offended. Because, like I said, like, when I think back, I mean, of course, the Holocaust and everything was 
it was such a long time ago. But but even now, even going back to like me living in Georgia, like Jews are not the most loved people. So if he was perpetuating a false stereotype or helping spew a false narrative, then he should apologize. And he did apologize. But like I said, the fact that he was fired from CBS Viacom so quickly, like that, I don't want to say it was shocking, but it was shocking. So I'm not going to come on here and bash Nick Cannon. Like I am someone who can 100% admit when someone is wrong. Now, listening to his comments on Jews, like I can see how they would take offense to that. Like even putting myself in their shoes. But, and I understand that a lot of you guys may not agree because, oh, you know, we're black. We should be able to say what we want. I get it. I get it. But sometimes we have to look at both sides of the fence. And that's what I'm trying to do right now in this situation. Because like I said, I don't want to come on here and bash the man, man. Like he's going through a lot. He's losing jobs. I mean, of course he's still rich. So he, he like he's not going to be as affected as if, someone like me was to lose the job. Even going back to Gail King, when Gail King had, um, had asked the question to Lisa Leslie about Kobe Bryant's past rape allegations. And, and like, everybody was so quick to want to cancel Gail King. Like I just can't do that. Like if someone has spent decades, you know, championing and being there for the black community and just setting a good role model type foundation that kids can look up to for the black community. I can't cancel that person off of one mistake. Now, if that one mistake was a murder or if it was peeing on bitches like R. Kelly, then, then I can understand. Even if it was like domestic violence, like I understand canceling someone, but no, no human is, exempt from making mistakes or speaking and then regretting what they said. Now, do I believe Nick Cannon regrets what he said in regards to Jews? I 100% believe he regret that. Like so many uh, like high profile Jewish people came out and was trying to enlighten him and give him a history lesson on the history and on everything he was saying, because I believe he just read a book or he was online reading shit and he just came on his podcast and he just repeated what he read. Now we know online sometimes like we, like we, like we see things and people quote it as true or we just regurgitate the same facts that we've heard other people say without fact, without fact checking ourselves. And that's dangerous, but I'm like, I'm just, I'm not going to come on here, man. I can't come on here and kill Nick Cannon. And I know some of y'all going to jump in my DMs like y'all do after every episode and probably get mad at me. Oh, why you didn't kill? Da, da, da. I'm not going to bash the brother, man. Like, I'm sure he has a lot going on. Like, I'm just, I'm not going to do that. I can't do that to my brother, man. But someone I can bash, Tory Lanez. Tory, La- Tory Lanez, if you shot Meg the Stallion, like, I hope it's not true, but I believe it's true. Now, I said last week on my Instagram, like, I believe, like, I wonder, did Tory Lanez shoot Meg the Stallion by accident? Because, like, when I heard the story, like, it was some things that just, it wasn't adding up to me. Like, we had just seen Tory Lanez and Meg the Stallion 
on um Instagram Live at Kylie Jenner's house or her party, something like that. And the fact that a few hours later, they said Tory Lanez was arrested with a gun. Let me see if I can find a story. Tory Lanez was arrested with a gun and Meg Thee Stallion suffered glass injuries to her foot. Now, when they said that, I was like, I, I just don't believe he had glass injuries to his feet. I mean, to her feet. But this story could have went like, did y'all see the um the clip of the police behind behind the car? Telling Tory Lanez, get out, lay on the ground. Meg, get out, lay on the ground. Every time she took a step, she had bloody footprints on the on the ground. The best friend got out the car. The best friend is talking back to the police, moving her arms up and down, not following directions. That situation could have went, it could have went left. Like everybody is online laughing about Tory. Oh, he only five three. Ah, nah. I'm telling you right now. They they were singing the long time. Ha, 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 ha. He's five two. They was killing Tory Lanes, man. But we could also have come online that same day saying R.I.P. to Tory Lanes, R.I.P. to Meg, and R.I.P. to her best friend. Like that is what we have to realize. And I understand now with social media, everything is ha ha ha. Everything is a joke. Everything is funny. But sometimes it's not because like Meg could just as well be dead. Tori can like, he could, they they all could have died. Like if y'all watch that and like, damn, I can't play the video because it makes no sense, but it could have went, let me pull up, see if I can find a clip. What's this from Hot 97? New York to the Loneliness. Nah, they talking. I, I was trying to find a news clip. I ain't trying to hear motherfuckers talk. I could talk my damn self. But like I said, more will be revealed over time. But like, how do like just DM me on Instagram at Lunchroom Chat Apart. Like, how do you guys feel about Tory Lanez if he did, in fact, shoot Meg Thee Stallion? Like, this is someone whose career has took off during during this whole COVID nineteen. Like, he had a massive platform in quarantine radio. It was massive. It was, you know, it was viewed millions of times. He had huge, high-profile celebrity guests on there, including Meg Thee Stallion. Now, I believe that they were a couple. Like, everything they have done, well, either they were a couple or, or like, they were dating for show because people date for show. But, like, I'm just trying to think, like, what could have been said? Well, never mind. Meg Thee Stallion do look like she'll curse a nigga out. And Tory Lanez is only 5'3". So I believe they was in the car. And they was having a heated argument. And she said... <sighs> yeah, I believe she said something that maybe she, maybe she wasn't supposed to say. She probably said, you short-ass nigga. That's why you so short. And like, some, some shit to the similar effect. And he got mad. And they said they have video. They said Meg Thee Stallion was shot as she was getting out the car. Now... Everything that was said after the fact, that further let me know he did it. Like when the best friend said, you know, well, I see the rumors going around saying that I had Meg the Stallion shot. That's not true. I wasn't the one with the gun. Like when she said that, like it was kind of like, okay, Tory Lanez got arrested with the gun. She said, I wasn't the one with the gun. And then they was at, they, they was hitting up Meg the Stallion security. And say, yo, Meg got shot. Where was you at? 
He said, yo, I wasn't there. Like, nobody told me nothing about this. If I was there, the shit wouldn't have went down. I, I would have had people with me who shoot, but they don't shoot at feet. And, like, everything that was done and said after this incident, let me know. Okay, Tory Lanez did it. But, of course, they're black, and Meg is part of black culture. She's a rapper, so they aren't snitching. And that's what the police said, that, you know, no one is cooperating. No one is, you know, we can't get information out of nobody. But Tory Lanez, bro, God bless you. You fucking up your career, man. Your career is just... Well, you've been rapping a long time. You've had some success. But with COVID-19 and how much your quarantine radio has took off, to even think about or even fathom that you would think you would get away with shooting Meg the Stallion, someone who is hot currently at the moment. Nigga, you a dumbass, bro. And I just I just need to know one thing, bitch. What was the reason? I had a reason. What was the reason? I had a reason. What was the reason? I, the reason? I just explained the reason. What was the but speaking of reasons, there was a man in Florida who had his ball skin ripped off. Like when I seen the story yesterday, I was I had to do a double take. Like what? Florida man had his ball skin ripped. Like fellas, woman, can you like what would make you so mad? Will you rip your man's testicle skin off his balls? Now, I understand that if a man is cheating, you may resort to the level of, or stoop down to the level of, you know what, he fucking me. Well, he fucking somebody else. He using that dick on somebody else. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the dick away. I'm going to chop. Now, I've seen stories where women have cut the man's dick off. Like, ladies, why the fuck do y'all do that shit? Like, how would y'all feel if, or, or how would you react to a story if you read a story and it said a woman cheated and the man got so mad he Cut the pussy off. How would you feel? I mean, I'm just, like, when I read the story, like, the whole time I read the story, my balls was hurting. Like, I was just thinking about, like, shit, if someone, like, because, I mean, there's been times in the past where I've made women mad. Like, not by cheating, but by other things. And the fact that if she would have grabbed my my ball skin off. I'm trying to I'm trying to find the story because I'm just trying to figure out exactly what would make a woman even stoop that low. Because it was fucking insane. And this is story is from the New York Daily News. <sighs> the article says a Florida woman was hit with a, with a felony charge after grabbing her boyfriend's scrotum with such force that it removed the skin from the victim's right testicle. Shit, woman. According to police, Danaka Shanice, oh, she black, shit. Danaka Shanice Mays and her domestic partner, with with whom she has a two-year-old child with, became involved in a verbal altercation. That led to the woman slicing his tires. When he left the house to wait for a tow truck, the dispute turned physical. After Mays followed him outside and demanded he hand over a cell phone. Now, to stop it right there, now, I'm not sure if he had went through her phone and he had her cell phone because, like, y'all know, anytime a cell phone is took, and I don't care if the man take the woman's phone or if the woman take the man's phone, anytime a cell phone is took, that's when it get left. Because, I mean, one time I had a chick, I mean, 
She took my cell phone and ran in the bathroom. And when I tell y'all like how mad you get and how scared you get, because if she takes that, she takes the phone and go in the bathroom and she locked the door. Ain't no telling what she going to find, but she demanded he hand over the cell phone. So when the man said no, Mays, who was 29, pulled at his groin with enough force that flesh came off. She was arrested and held on the battery charge. Now, Mays, in this incident, she violated her probation from a previous incident when she was accused of battering another man. So this right here, this is some abusive bitch. Like, how the fuck you going around and, like, she, she got some anger issues. You going around with that much anger to where your next crime is you ripping the skin off a man's balls? I don't get it. And um, something else I don't get. Like I told y'all, man, Walmart having every single customer wear a mask. Now, that part I understand. But again, we have the Trumpies. We have those who just believe that wearing a mask is a political statement. If you tell me to wear a mask, then you're telling me what to do. Like, what's going on here now in Atlanta, Georgia, where I live at now, where Governor Brian Kemp, who is a Republican, who has acknowledged he is close friends with President Donald Trump, like, he is going out of his way to massage his political... I don't, I don't know the word to call it, because I'm about to curse this motherfucker out, man. Why the fuck are you suing Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms? Because she wants the state of Georgia to wear a mask? To at least have any kind of hope of bringing down these coronavirus cases. Like the coronavirus cases in Atlanta, Georgia, they are spiraling out of control. They are going up by about three, four, five thousand cases a day. And like I said, I can see why, because when I'm outside and like I see people are outside as if everything is normal. And it has become a political statement. Oh, if you put on a mask, then you just conform to the government telling you what to do. Like, that's not true. Like, I lost a family member about a year and a half, well, about a month and a half ago. Because he was at a nursing home in Brooklyn, Brooklyn, New York. And um, I don't know what these employees did, but something happened to where about half of the population in that senior citizen home got infected and sadly he was one of the ones that passed away now my mom had coronavirus along with her husband they were sick and you know thankfully they ended up recovering now I have a friend who I went to college with and her mom passed away about a month and a half ago due to coronavirus so coronavirus I don't care what Governor Kemp and what Donald Trump have you believe Coronavirus is not, oh, it's not just some hoax. It's not just, you know, something that, as Donald Trump said, oh, that's something the Republicans made up. That's that's a hoax. It's like, I don't believe that at all, man. And the fact that, like I said, Donald Trump, the leader of the free world, is going around spewing these bullshit-ass narratives. Like, it's dangerous. Like, I seen an article last week where, um, um, I believe a man in his thirties he passed away due to the virus, and he was one of the one who one of the ones who believed, oh, this shit ain't true. 
I seen a story a couple months back where a Trump supporter. Now, I don't believe I did a follow up, so I'm not sure if he passed away or not. But he was very sick, and he said that he chose not to wear a mask because Donald Trump said the virus is fake, and he don't want the government telling him what to do. And I understand we live in a time now where people will do anything to get a vote. But to spew that narrative, like I just, it's insane. But speaking of insanity, and this is probably the last time I'm speaking on Kanye West on this podcast. But yesterday, Kanye West had his first presidential showing yesterday. Like, I'm trying to be mindful of what I say for this topic because Kanye West is someone who has struggled with depression. He is clearly, whether he wants to admit it or not, he clearly needs mental help. Clearly. I'm going to play y'all some of what Kanye West said yesterday during his presidential address. Because, I mean... Like, listening to him speak, like, even looking into his eyes and seeing how glossy his eyes were, the man needs help. The man needs medication. The man needs an intervention. The man needs to be sat down. But I believe Kanye West has a team of yes-men. Like, when you are that famous, when you are that popular, like, when when your career puts money in so many different people's mouths, Like, nobody is going to take the time to sit you down, especially not now with coronavirus, because if they make Kanye West sit down and go get help and relax, then the money will stop, because right now, every celebrity is losing money. And that that played the part, they said, a small part into why, you know, Tamar Braxton tried to, commit suicide so shouts out to Tamar I hope everything is great with Tamar Braxton I hope she's recovering well but they said that of course these are sources so it's not 100% factual but I believe it they said aside from the fact that she was depressed and shamed like how her and her family were being portrayed on their reality show they said that her funds were drying up I believe she paid over $100,000 a month to stay at a, a fancy Ritz apartment in L.A. But the sources said, and this goes to every single celebrity who, have, who has already admitted it. Like right now, no celebrities can tour. Like the majority of money that celebrities make is due to touring. If you don't tour, like you don't make money off of streaming. That's why I say, if you really like an artist, you buy the product. You buy the album for $10, for $12. Because if you stream it, they are making pennies off that. Majority of celebrities, if not all, make the bulk of their money off of tours. So they said Tamar Braxton, her income has dried almost to zero. Almost to zero. And they said that that played a huge part 
in her wanting to kill herself. So again, shout out to her, man. I hope she's doing great because I, we haven't heard any follow-up news in regards to her condition. But I, I'm going to play some of what Kanye West said, man. He was a... I'm not trying to quiet your voices, actually. So I don't want to say that in an improper way. I just haven't had the time to word it in the most elegant way possible. So, so that's a Stephen move. When Harriet Tubman... Well, Harriet Tubman never actually freed the slaves. She just had the slaves go work for other white people. Y'all, we leave it right now. She said she was pregnant at first. Let me pause that right there. Did y'all hear him? He said Harriet Tubman never actually freed the slaves. He just had them go work for other white people. Now, that's a dumbass statement. But again, I can see, I guess, the lane in which he was trying to wiggle down. But it's just the way in which he does it. Because I believe what he was trying to say. And again, I'm always trying to look at the other side of the fence. I believe what he meant was Harriet Tubman, she freed the slaves. But when they were free and they were able to go to different locations, you know, to where they were free publicly and they weren't slaves, all they did was work like and hold real jobs working for other white people. Now, again, that's like that's what I believe he was trying to say. But the way in which he said it, it came off as very dismissive. It came off as very idiotic. And a lot of celebrities came out yesterday and said, yo, Kanye West need help. Kanye West has no real friends whatsoever. And like, I, I just, I just, I believe he doesn't. Like, I believe Jay-Z tried to help so, like so much over the years to where he just kind of gave up. And again, that's not a knock on Jay-Z because he has a life of his own. Like, it's like when someone is a drug addict or someone has a alcohol issue. Like, you can go out of your way and try to go above and beyond to help that person. But at the end of the day, you know, the person who can help themselves the most is the person who is sick. I believe Kim is going, she's going to divorce his ass soon. It's coming. Like, people can say whatever they want about Kim Kardashian, but she is not an like attention seeker to this level. Like, every time she gets attention, it's, it's because people kind of make the attention be about her. Like, a couple years back when she had wore the braids and everybody got mad, oh, Kim, Kim Kardashian is wearing the black braids, and she had to come out and put out a statement. Like, Ever since she had her little robbery scare, remember when she was tied up in the bathroom and shit? I think it was in France or wherever the fuck she was at. Like, she has been quiet as a mouse outside of, you know, of course, doing her little, like her skimpy modeling shoots in her underwear and shit. But that don't bother me. Like, that's business related. But she's been quiet as a mouse. And Kanye West has been loud as a fucking elephant going through a fucking kitchen. This nigga is... Fucking going insane right now, man. And Trey Song said, Yay, you are in the way of progress for real. How you turn into this fucking goofy person from what you were? I'm so confused. Whoever got his number needs to call him. They really do. 
Like, you know, sometimes, like, when it's time for intervention, the person who, are you, who, who you are trying to help, they may say no. So Kanye mess may very, Kanye, <laughs> I call him Kanye mess. So Kanye West may very well be saying no to any, any person who is trying to help, but you just got to sit him down at this point. Because mark my words, Kanye West will eventually, if he does not get help immediately within the next year and a half, he will be dead. Now, this is not me saying that, you know, hoping he dies or hoping I'm right. I hope I'm wrong. But I believe if Kanye West keeps going down this path within the next 18 months, Kanye West will be dead. Like there's no other way around it. Like the way things are going right now, like I just don't see this as a feasible or viable way of living. Like he is, he is spiraling out of control in front of our very eyes. He always has. And we have to get to a point where we stop saying, oh, Kanye West is, is having, you know, this whole mental breakdown because his mom passed away. That shit was 10 years ago. And I understand that that hurt is probably still fresh, but the man needs help. And this is the last time I'm speaking about Kanye West on this podcast because I, I cannot keep speaking about this motherfucker, man. He needs help. So we're going to take a quick break and we're going to get back. This is Lunchroom Chatter Podcast, episode 38. Welcome back, man. Look, I ain't going to spend too much time talking about Jada. Now, Jada is the girlfriend of Lil Baby. Now, Lil Baby has been known to cheat on his girl over and over and over again. But Jada had replied to to a woman who said a little baby tried to have sex with her. Now, any sane woman, any mature woman, again, this is not me knocking woman. What I'm saying is any mature grown woman who knows their worth and who knows how valuable they are to society and how lucky a man is to have them. They're not going to reply this way. Now, Jada, again, who was Lil Baby's girl, replied to this woman and said, well, let me tell y'all what, what the woman said. She said, he slid in my DM and my homegirl's DM before. Just like you don't tell your side, I don't got to show you shit. I don't have a reason to lie. Now, she said that because Jada had said, you know, oh, if it was true, then show me the DMs, show me him sliding inside those DMs. So that's what she said. And then Jada replied, if that's the case, he's slitting your DMs only to fuck, sis. <laughs> Laugh out loud. Nothing more, nothing less. You was going to leave that room with a wet ass. And that's it. And maybe, just maybe, a couple of dollars. You and your friend are prostitutes, I reckon. Like, I don't know, like, it. If she thought that by her saying this, everybody was going to say, ooh, or like it was a diss, that's not a diss. You just look like a complete dumbass. That is like, I 100% see why Lil Baby cheats on this girl over and over. If that is her reply, if that is her reply to you sliding in some woman's DMs trying to fuck, if that's the reply, oh, I, I don't care. 
you just going to leave that room with a wet ass, but he's mine. He coming home to me. You may get a couple dollars out of it, but <laughs> oh, well, like if that's your reply, I see why this nigga cheat, man. But did y'all hear what happened? It's big news out of New York City. Big news. A New York City, I believe he was a techie. He was a tech entrepreneur. Let me get his name right, because this is this story is insane. NYC tech entrepreneur Fahim Salah. He was found murdered in his two million dollar penthouse. Let me play y'all the story. And then I'm gonna tell y'all my opinion on the story. Because I mean it's insane. They have arrested a 21-year-old black man. He was um the tech entrepreneur's assistant. This story right here is from NBC, New York. Mutilated in his luxury Manhattan apartment. The new video we just got in of the man now in custody, and that is where we're going to start on this Friday night. Thank you for joining us. I'm Natalie Pasquarella. Chuck has the evening off. That CEO, just a gruesome murder, beheaded in his Lower East Side apartment earlier this week. Now police say they know who was behind the crime. This morning, they arrested Tyrese Haspel. This is some new video of Haspel being walked out of the police precinct on the Lower East Side just within the past hour. He is charged with murder. Police say he was Fahim Saleh's former assistant in charge of his finances and apparently had owed him a great sum of money. News 4's Rana Novini live in Lower Manhattan with all of this new information. Rana. Yeah, and Natalie, police say they used surveillance video, they used financial and electronic records to track down their suspects. Let me pause it. Yo, when I tell y'all this nigga was stupid as fuck, he was 21 years old. Like, I was hoping he wasn't black. And again, R.I.P. to Fahim Salah. The fact that you are 31 years old and you have the, the talent, the smarts to amass a million-dollar fortune... Now, in that process, I don't know who the fuck he ticked off, but they said the guy, Tyrese Haspel, he owed the guy about $100,000. Now, Tyrese, again, was his assistant. He handled Salah's finances and personal matters. He allegedly owed Salah tens of thousands of dollars, and he was on a repayment plan. Now, the tech guy who passed away, he told him, look, I could take you to court, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to give you a way out so you can. You stole the money from me. You did that. But you can continue to work for me and your debt will be cleared, I guess, in a certain amount of time. But that probably wasn't good enough for him. Because when I tell you, they have surveillance video. Of 21-year-old Tyrese Haspel going up in the elevator with this man, 31-year-old Fahim Salah. The victim then stumbled out of the elevator. Cops said they believe he was either tased or he was stabbed inside the elevator. They eventually went inside the victim's apartment where cops believe he was stabbed multiple times and killed. They said the suspect had plastic on the ground. Like, when I tell y'all, he thought he was Dexter. They said that when the victim's cousin, I believe, had went into the apartment, she found his torso, 
his head was chopped off with a chainsaw, the arms missing and the legs missing. When I tell you how gruesome and how brutal that is, but the scary part was that she found it because she said, let me pull up the story. It said, when Salah's cousin rang the doorbell to his condo, the assistant who was the, the suspect was allegedly cutting up his body with an electrical saw and he fled. The cousin found Saleh's head, arms, and legs had been severed in the living room to the apartment. At about 1.45 p.m., Haspel had assaulted Saleh with a taser before killing him. The young tech entrepreneur had stepped out of an elevator that went straight to his apartment. It is believed that Haspel owed the victim a significant amount of money. Saleh died of multiple stab wounds. His body was then chopped up and dismembered. And they said they, they fully believed that the suspect was in the process of cleaning the apartment. But when the victim's cousin had rung the doorbell, it had alerted the apartment. So as the cousin rang the doorbell and was proceeding to make her way upstairs, the victim, well, the suspect heard the doorbell and he took off. They said he, le- he left the electrical saw in the socket. Plastic bag still down, cleaning supplies, everything. When I tell y'all he was going to scrub the apartment clean, but he don't look like the smartest tool in the fucking tool shed. They had him on surveillance tape after he was with a woman. I don't know if he was going to a baby shower or what the fuck he was doing, but he was on tape buying balloons to go to a party, a baby shower, or some kind of function. So the fact that this man is 31 years old and has to die such a gruesome death. And with his body being cut up into so many pieces, like to not even give the family like the proper body so that they can have closure due to the untimely death. Now, I've seen some people say that they feel bad for Tyrese Haspel because he's only 21 years old. He had his whole life ahead of him. I don't feel bad for him because, like, for me, it's hard to feel bad for someone whose family can still visit them. Like, yes, he's probably going to get life in prison. The fact that the the crime was so brutal, he's going to get life in prison. But his mom, his brother, his sister, his cousins, his nieces, his nephew, they can still visit him. Fahim Salah's family has to visit him at a gravesite. So, no, I don't feel bad for him. And I don't give a fuck how y'all feel. I, I seen some of y'all saying, you know, I guess once y'all found out that the suspect was black and the victim wasn't of, I guess the victim wasn't black and y'all found out the suspect was black. I seen some people having sympathy for the victim, well, for the suspect. And like I said, I, I get it. Due to his age, he's young. He's only 21. But at a certain time, you got to grow the fuck up. So you stole $100,000 from someone. They could have put you in jail, but they gave you a way out to work and clear your debt. And you kill them? Like, that's what I don't get. Like, you should have just went to jail for doing the theft. You could have went to jail for stealing $100,000, but you chose to go to jail jail for a a gruesome murder? It shit makes no sense at all, man. It doesn't. 
I swear, you know what they say, sometimes common sense is not common. I 100% agree, man, but um, I'm going to get back to my sleeper songs this week. I have a song by the beautiful, the talented Kayla Brianna. Now, for those of you who have not heard of Kayla Brianna, she is a dope-ass singer, man. She put out a project in 2019, which is one of my favorite albums. It's called Girl Talk. Now, when I heard the project, I was like, ah, I'm probably not going to like it. It's a girl project. The shit was great. Great songs, great singing, great songwriting. The shit was amazing. But she came out with a song the other day called Details. This is Kayla Brianna with Details. <laughs> so in love with my details. Details. My man is amazing. Let me tell you why. You better tell me why, girl. I'm amazing. I, I know I'm amazing. Keep talking to me, baby. Helps me balance my energy. He's in tune with my vibe. When I don't want to say a thing. Hold up. She is praising her man. He helps me balance my energy. This the kind of woman you need. Do your thing, Kayla Brian. Let me get back to the song. My bad. Between the lines. It's almost like he reads my mind. He knows exactly what to say. My baby's always right on time. Knows how to give me love my way. And that's why I'm so sure that our love won't fail. He learned me outside and inside. That's how he takes care of me so well. Love how he knows all my details. Pays close attention to detail. Care what you said, that's your fire, man. And just so y'all know, next episode, I'm getting back to the basis of my podcast, man. I'm having an all relationship episode, so I don't give a fuck what's what's going on in the news. I'm speaking about relationships, man, because like y'all know, like those of you guys who have been with me from the beginning, you guys know, like when I started, I used to have different topics every week, whether it be about relationships, love, depression, 
And of course, I segued into speaking about, you know, popular news. But I'm getting back to my shit next week, man. Again, that is Kayla Brianna with details. I love you guys. Stay safe. Peace.